Thanks for tuning in. I'm Mikey J. I'm filling in for Chris Cuneo, and you're watching KGUP Presents on Indie TV Channel 140 on the Universe Network. introduce a band that has been a part of the KGUP family for a very long time. We've been spinning their music on KGUP FM Emerge Radio for almost as long as we've been playing music. And yes, we are a little biased because, <laughs> you know, for good reason, because they're awesome. They, they've won several music recognition awards and they've been mentioned by nearly every independent publication. And that's got to tell you a little bit about how good they are. KGUP would like to present and we are very proud to have Will Carpenter of Ships Have Sailed. Thank Thanks. you so much. <laughs> so nice to be here. It's it's great to finally meet you. I mean, we've meet, met each other in passing, and it's, you know, like I, I think it was at the LA Music Awards, like, got a half a dozen years ago. <laughs> Pro probably about about that. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. It's, it's great to actually have you on the show. It's our um, first season of Kids UP Presents. Well, thank you for having me, and this is actually really fitting because, as you mentioned, you've been playing our tunes for a really long time. You mentioned almost as long as you've been playing music. It is actually as long as we have been making music as Ships Have Sailed. So, um, funny story, you guys were the first... I don't even know how you found our stuff, honestly. It was right when we released our very first single, which was a song called Midnight, and... Um, we did not do any press around it we just kind of like put it out into the world and spun up some social accounts and that was it so i don't know how honestly anybody found it but you guys found it and the next thing we knew we had fans in like canada and the uk and um it's great because we still keep in touch with those people to this day and uh so Thank you. I mean, you guys hold a special place in our hearts as well. I think it was one of our Twitter fans that actually listened to our station and recommended your song Midnight. Really? Uh, yeah, loving the music, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know her well. She is from the UK, and um, yeah, that, that, makes, that makes perfect sense. Well, thank you for taking her advice. That's amazing. Oh. Once I heard the song, I was like, well, you're, you're an avid listener of the station, so yeah, we'll put the song on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you're working on your fourth album, is that correct? Well, so we, I mean, I guess it depends on whether you consider EPs as albums. Um, we have one full length that we've released, and I'm working on a group of songs right now 
that it hasn't really quite like determined whether it's going to be an album or a couple of EPs or just continue to be singles. But um, you know, there's definitely something brewing, and it's been a really fruitful year creatively. Um, so I'm just waiting to get kind of like an idea of where it needs to go from there. But yeah, we have um, we have a few EPs and a full-length album out. So I would say probably. Depending on your determination of what that means, it's it would be either the fourth or the fifth when an album material materializes. All right. So tell us about the history of Ships I've Sailed. Uh, what was your inspiration to create the project? Yeah, it's a good story. Um, kind of informative of like my silver lining approach to this project. Uh, it this. Ships of Sail began as kind of like a group of songs that weren't a fit for the the project that I was in at the time. It had a very specific genre, um, uh, like genre blend, and so the type of songs that we were able to pursue for that project were really, really specific, and these ones just didn't fit in. But I didn't want to pitch them for other artists, and so I started just kind of like hacking together some demo production on my own. I was not a very good producer back then, um, but I I felt a connection to these songs and just wanted to see where it went. So it started as just kind of like a side project in my home studio, and um, you know as they were developing and kind of getting closer to being able to put them out into the world, I was getting the sounds that I wanted, and um, with a lot of help from a good friend of mine. Um, the other project was kind of simultaneously like on the downturn. And so I was focusing more energy on this and at the same time kind of processing how much time and energy I'd put into that one and the fact that, you know, it was, things were looking grim. Uh, and that's kind of how this project started. Uh, it was kind of like one thing born out of another almost. and. Um, you know, no regrets. Good things come and go in life, and and sometimes they don't always work out the way you you have planned them to go. Uh, and as long as something good comes out of it, I think you're you're on the right track. Where are you originally from? I grew up in Vermont, so um, very cold, very boring, um, and lots of time to figure out how to hack around instruments and make crappy angsty music and uh explore explore songwriting as a kid so what brought you out to la um so i went to school in boston uh and i basically moved out here right after i had a couple sisters who moved out here first so i came out to visit them on spring break and um you know a lot of folks are in music school in boston so there are a whole bunch of opinions about la and this type of city it is and and whatever so people were talking lots of smack about it and i came out here and i just loved the place immediately um you know every place has its ups and its downs but for me la was you know beautiful in kind of like a gritty um like a gritty surreal sort of way if that makes sense like the weather is just um you know you can't really ask for better and the grime that there is is kind of like it's like a classic kind of grime so i don't know I, from from the moment i first visited out here i was just like oh yeah i'm gonna move i'm not as innocent 
as I used to be, and I probably can too much. Tell us about the music style. Like, um, what makes your music unique? A lot of really great indie rock bands out there. Um, I've taken to describing us as indie rock with kind of a poptimistic lean, if you will. And um, so we we explore all areas of the genre blend that could be considered indie rock. Um, and we we do tend to lean a little bit um, a little bit pop. But even when we explore kind of like darker, um, concepts for music, I try to always bring in some sort of silver lining into it. So I like, I like to always be slightly hopeful, even if I'm addressing more of a melancholy topic. And I think that that is one of the things that people gravitate towards most. And also the fact that, you know, I recognize that indie rock is a pretty broad genre and I feel like, um, you know, many artists kind of like think they have to be completely cohesive, having an album sound exactly the same from front to back. And I'm I'm a big fan of those albums that kind of wander, but do so in a connected sort of way so that the whole thing tells a story, but it doesn't have to all be the same. So that's kind of my philosophy around the the music is you can wander as long as you do it in kind of a connected fashion and as long as it's not too jarring, if that makes sense. Yeah, completely. I mean, over the years, even when I was younger, I mean, some of the artists that I liked had multiple different, you know, genres within the same music. I mean, like like The Cure, for instance. Yeah. I mean, they're all over the place. Absolutely. I mean, and... You know they were known for so like like they were they were known for being kind of like dark electro gothy like for the time right and then they put out a single like it's friday i'm in love and it's just like whoa you know it is it it is a little bit jarring because if you if you like listen through to disintegration um and then put on that single it's going to throw you for a little bit of a loop but it is also one of the things that i love about them and they can do all of that Perfectly. I mean, yeah, they, they did the whole punk, post-punk, pop, I mean, everything that you can possibly think besides making pop the country, they've done it all. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've had a fairly impressive career, I might say. Yeah. And that's what I like about your music. I mean, it, it isn't all the same. It's not just all melancholy and, like, depressing. It, it's very uplifting. There, there's positive sides of your music. Um, like like your new single, Stay. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's one of your new songs. Uh, you know, what inspired you to write that song? Yeah, so... In order to kind of get into that story, I probably have to backtrack into the first single we released this year, um, which is a very melancholy one called Escape. And... Um, so... The funny thing is, is that we'll all compare the two, right? So Escape is really melancholy and very deep and, and just kind of like uh, pondering kind of like the meaning of pain in life, um, if that makes sense. And Stay is really kind of, you know, it's not an upbeat song, but it's like 
you know, upper mid tempo and it kind of like gets your gets your body moving immediately and your foot tapping and it's fun and it's like a little bit bouncy uh, and it has kind of like a happy retro vibe like romantic like romantic ret retro vibe and um, the funny thing is is that both of those songs kind of came out of the same experience um, so my my wife's mom has been battling cancer uh, and you know, she she first struggled with that uh, in her 50s, and she's now, you know, well into her 60s, and it kind of came back. And she has really good doctors, and we thought it was very well in hand. She went in, she did her chemo, and she came out with a completely clean bill of health. And that was in, I want to say, like, it was just before the holidays in 2017. Uh, Queen bill of health, going into the holidays, okay, everything's gonna be good. And then we're coming back from, you know, wherever we were traveling to for the holidays uh, in January of 2018, and we get a call that she's back in the hospital. And it was just this really jarring thing where they had thought that it was gone, but it had metastasized quietly to her stomach lining. And there were a whole bunch of really crazy complications uh, we had to make an emergency trip back east to kind of help out with the doctors in the hospital and um, Nobody could really figure out what was going wrong like at this point nobody had figured out that the cancer was back They just thought it was like symptoms of like, you know, a bowel obstruction or this or that or whatever But in the meantime, she couldn't eat she couldn't drink anything for like two weeks And so she was wasting away like in front of our eyes and nobody was able to do anything about it um, and she came very, very close to death. Um, and it was a really uh, intense and traumatic experience for both my wife and I. And um, so thankfully, with some encouragement, her team did in fact figure out that it was the cancer cells bearing down from the outside that was causing all the obstructions. and. They got her on a good regimen to treat that, and she is doing well now. Um, so, but it was kind of in the aftermath of that experience that we came back to LA, and we were, had been gone for like two weeks. We didn't have any food in the house, and we our flight had landed at like I don't know 7 p.m. or something. So we just went to our go-to little quiet neighborhood spot to grab a bite. We were just kind of processing and I was really trying to be supportive for for Pyle right there, my wife, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and this song popped into my head and it wouldn't leave me alone. And that was Escape, so I that's how Escape kind of created itself. And Stay, it kind of happened, you know, like we weren't really out of the woods at that point. There was still like a few months of kind of back and forth and dealing with a whole bunch of stuff around the treatments. Um, and so that year was like an interesting one and a rough one, you know? And throughout it, I was trying to develop this this song, Escape, which kind of like made me feel a lot more than most songs that I write do. And so it was a little bit of like... Um, an uncomfortable experience creating it, if that makes sense. And um, 
so throughout that process of dealing with this family illness and this interesting little twist in my creative process, um, there was this moment where, you know, I forget exactly the situation that we had were dealing with, but something had popped up and we were having to kind of like, it was a, another curveball, and we were having to deal with it. And I just looked over and I realized that like, dealing with all of these things, like there's nobody who I would rather deal with the bad stuff and obviously the good stuff, but the bad stuff is where you really, your relationships get tested. And so I looked over and I was just like, you know, realized that there's nobody that I wanted to be in this with um, other than my, my lady. So, and that's kind of how Stay popped into my head. And um, we've done a couple of video segments that uh, I go a little bit deeper into the story and some of like the imagery that I use. Um, you can find them on our Facebook and our YouTube. It's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of pretty unexpected things, even to me, that happened as part of the creation of that song and also the release. So it's both of those are really, really special ones to me. Yeah, I really love that that song. It, it, in fact, before my wife went to go take our dog for a walk, we were both singing "Stay." Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's it's really heartwarming to see so many people connect, and um, you know, like when we posted the video, I tried to keep the messaging really simple, and like immediately people started tagging their like their best friend or like their their partner or, or in the comments and i just it's so heartwarming to see people react like that it's um you know it's humbling it's beautiful you say that it uh, kind of inspired you through a bad experience yeah can't believe it's finally over so crazy so ready for college anyone can go to college for four years and party their ass off but then what do you do? You're done, you go work in an office the rest of your life? Oh yeah, and what are you gonna do? By the time you're out of that prison, I'm gonna be the boss of my own company. Yeah, what, soccer, skate, and smoke? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, let alone the rest of my life. All we have left is the summer. That's gonna be gone before we know it. So, stay kind of, it was, it was just more like, uh, throughout all the trauma of that year, the realization that I was with the right person, yeah. if that makes sense. But the interesting thing, so we've been working with um, uh, a production duo called Talkboy TV. Um, their, their actual names are Jala and Mikey. But we've been working with them for a couple of years on different music videos. So the first video that we began working with them uh, was Let's Just Dance. And we just kind of fell in love with the characters that came out of that video, so much so that they shot enough footage from that shoot to create kind of like a short, um, uh, like a short film, but like with dialogue and narrative and whatever. I eventually did a score for that as well, and it uh, went into a couple of film festivals, and it's really kind of a fun thing to watch. Um, and everybody was kind of like, oh, I feel like, I feel like there's more to this story, like what's going on in this person's life? And people started getting curious, but like about the characters. So what we decided to do is we decided to weave in those same characters through different music videos that we were going to be working on. So if you, um, if you in Stay, 
and let's just dance. You'll see some of the same faces. And so what we're trying to do is just kind of zoom into different areas of those character characters' lives, like maybe it's, you know, two years down the road or like two years ago or whatever, and kind of weave that through some of the stuff that we're doing. So tell us about your new album, Whispers. What can we expect from the album and how is it different from your previous EPs? So Whispers was an interesting one because there are four songs that are reimaginations of tracks that were released with full production, but the entire EP is acoustic, so that's kind of a different move for us. So it was really fun to put together and, um, you know, it, it resonates with people on a more kind of like bare and organic level, I would say, than some of our more produced stuff. But I always think it's amazing to be able to take a song that was so layered and strip it down to the bare minimum and just let the song speak for itself. So it was a really amazing project to be able to work on. Well, I think that's all the time that we have today. Uh, thank you so much, Will, for being coming on the show. And, Thanks for uh, having me, and thank you to everybody for watching. Yeah. Well, uh, tell everyone where they can find your, your music. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, Google Play, Amazon, MP3, pretty much anywhere music is sold or streamed. Um, and you can get us on our website, which is shipsofsailed.com. Sign up for our mailing list, and you'll get a whole bunch of stories, because like I said, I'm an open book, and you can get to know me, I can get to know you. It'll be fun. Congratulations on the new show, and thanks so much for having me. Hey, this is Will from Ships of Sailed, and you are watching KGUP Presents on Indie TV, Channel 140, on the Universe Network. <laughs>